Greetings and welcome to season three, episode eight of the Harmonious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Niamma, and on today's episode, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects of late, which is ease. And in particular, make it easy on yourself. Y'all remember there was a song by that title by Dionne Warwick and also recorded by Jerry Butler. And it goes a little something like this. Make it easy on yourself. Why is it so difficult to make things easy on ourselves? Let's talk about it. Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. Have you been doing the same thing and hoping for different results? Have you been looking to add more variety to your current eating habits? Are you ready for transformation from the inside out? Then the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program is for you. Learn how to stop dieting and start eating to live. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619-892-8192. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Naima. And oh my goodness. Well, first of all, happy summer. (laughs) It is cancer season and we're at the mid-year point of 2022, which saying that just almost seems hard to believe. It almost seems like just a few weeks ago that we were in December of 2021. And um, as I think about all that has happened this year, and so I think about my own life and all that has happened and all that I have experienced, I'm feeling really good. And I'm really looking forward to the coming months and one of the things about a new season is it brings new energy. It brings a sense of potential. It brings a sense of possibility. And so I hope that you are also feeling similarly encouraged in this new season. And so as the introduction alluded to, This idea of making it easy on yourself, a question occurred to me, which was, if you had a working easy button, you know, like those easy buttons that they have at Staples, would you actually use it? And it's funny to think about that because there is so much conditioning that we have experienced. And I personally also, when I say we, I mean all of us, but (laughs) there's so much conditioning that we've received in our lives around difficulty and and things not being easy. And that if something comes easily, then it's to be mistrusted and 
um, that it's suspect and that you should be skeptical. And this can can be in many areas. And the thing about that that um, is a little bit questionable to me is because of the fact that if we are manifesting our experiences, if we are creating our own reality, then if we manifest something to come easily into our lives, why would we doubt it? Why would we think that there's something wrong or um, that there's another shoe that's going to drop? And so I started thinking about that whole concept. And um, I, as I usually do, of course, wanted to get into the word easy itself. And so I started looking it up, of course. And the word easy can be used as an adjective. And it can mean achieved without great effort, presenting few difficulties. Um, a similar word would be uncomplicated. It could also mean of a period of time or way of life free from worries or problems. Similar words are calm, tranquil, serene, quiet. It could also mean in, in relation to an object of attack or criticism, having no defense. So vulnerable, for example, being an easy target. It's also been used in a derogatory way, in particularly, um, in particular, when describing um, women as um, very receptive to sexual advances, for example, um, someone having a reputation for being quote unquote easy. As an adverb, um, the word can also mean without difficulty or effort. And it's from old French. And it's a combination of an old French word and a Middle English word to bring it to where we are today. And the Middle English word um, having to do with comfortable, tranquil, um, put at ease. And um, so you get the sense that it is having to do with um, not just a feeling, but um, sort of a, a state of being. And so thinking about this word and thinking about um, the idea of requiring little effort or little thought or little, ref little reflection, um, or not difficult to endure or undergo, it makes me think about where does it come from in our lives? Like it's a deep-seated thing. And I know that we have certain areas of our lives where we allow things to be easy naturally, right? Some things we, we don't have difficulty with allowing to be easy or creating ease, but there are some areas of our lives where we self-create or manifest obstacles. And I know that we're in life school, and so sometimes there are some lessons that come about 
that we need to experience in order to help us to grow, to develop as people. I get that. But when given a choice, sometimes we choose the more difficult road when an easier road is available to us. And so that's something that I want to unpack today. I want to really unpack this idea of why do we think that things have to be difficult? Why do we think we need to be on the quote unquote struggle bus? (laughs) Why do we think that we have to grind or you know, hustle or all of those words that we associate with um, even extreme effort. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to unpack a little bit more this idea of make it easy on yourself. Stay tuned. Tune into you and make 2022 your year of healthy living with the 30 Days to Healthy Living program. Using this holistic program, you'll create a foundation for a healthy lifestyle, regardless of your current lifestyle. For more info, click the link in the show notes. And welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about the meanings of the word easy and how it has um, different expressions um, having to do with causing little difficulty or discomfort, but also easy in relationship with describing a person's demeanor um, and someone's disposition and the idea of ease around comfort, relaxation, um, things like that, right? So we also talked about the fact of how sometimes this idea of being on the struggle bus or this need for things to be difficult is something that goes way back. It's deeply ingrained in us. And it can come as a trauma response to this idea of not letting things be easy. Um, And there are a number of reasons. And, you know, this is not being in judgment of anyone, but just um, being an observer and recognizing that things don't happen in a vacuum. There's context. And so to give context for, you know, how we got to where we are. Um, I think it is so important and so helpful to be self-reflective, to be self-aware, to really think about, wow, why do I do what I do? Where did this come from? And, And even questioning why we believe what we believe, because of course our beliefs are just things that we continue to think over and over, but maybe sometimes those thoughts or those beliefs might not be serving us anymore. And so as it is mid-year and it's a good time to do some reflection and assessment and 
thinking about where you want to go moving forward, I think now is as good a time as any to reflect on and to, to practice introspection on our behaviors and our habits. And so as it relates to our habits of thought, sometimes the idea that things need to be difficult can come from our upbringing. If it's something that we witnessed in our environment. If, for example, um, we had parents who worked multiple jobs and they were constantly um, stressed or, um, or even talking about the idea of money not being easy to come by. And if that was what your earliest memories were formed around, of course, of course, then in your young mind, you formulated some beliefs around the idea that life maybe wasn't easy or that um, work wasn't easy or that coming by money wasn't easy or obtaining the things that you wanted um, if it was difficult to afford you might have come up with that belief that that was not easy because that was a form of reality at the time. Another place where that belief may have originated is in religion. And this idea in particular with organized religion of long suffering and in Christianity, um, you know, I, I happen to have been brought up in the church and um, this idea of getting your reward in the afterlife and this idea of sacrifice and deferring um, enjoyment or deferring um, pleasure, um, many of us have picked up on those lessons or those um, teachings. And now I think with everything that is <laughs> available to us, with so much information being available to us, we're now starting to understand that there's some other interpretations of some of what we were taught. And also, in particular, we're being taught that not reading everything literally and also that certain, um, usually men, interpreting the Bible over the years have done so for their own um, purposes, for their own gain. And so, and this is not to um, offend anybody if this was your background, but I, I do think that it is worth um, having an open mind as you think about the fact that we are co-creators, that we are one with the divine, that God is not outside of us. And therefore, if God created the heavens and the earth, then why wouldn't we also be able to create and why wouldn't we be able to create easily if we have that same power within us? So that's something to ponder. And one of the other um, 
sometimes uh, origins of this idea of being on the struggle bus or, or difficulty. I know for me personally is just um, being somewhat of a DIY queen, you know, I've, I've, and sometimes I pride myself on the fact that I can do a lot of things myself, right? DIY, do it yourself. And that has been a great experience in many ways. Uh, for example, knowing how to do my own hair, knowing how to do my own nails, um, you know, knowing how to do certain things around the house. Um, and, you know, when I grew up also, uh, the way that a lot of cars were, there were some DIY things that you would do more of like checking your own oil. Whereas now I go to the dealership for that. Like, <laughs> I don't mess around, you know, under the hood too much, but <laughs> having been a single parent before, you know, meant that there were times that I was a one woman band and sometimes I did not ask for help. Sometimes I did not delegate. And now being someone who is building businesses, that sometimes translates into me not asking for help. Sometimes it translates into me not hiring people to do tasks that someone else could easily do and might even take more pleasure in than I do. But because I can do many of these things, I take them on. And uh, for example, this podcast, <sighs> full disclosure, I'm a one woman band when it comes to this podcast. I edit it. I do the production. I get my guests. Um, I do the audio clips. I do the marketing, et cetera, et cetera. And oh, by the way, I record it. And so is this something that I could outsource? Yep. Is this something that I plan to outsource at some point, probably in the, in the near future? Yep. <laughs> because I want to keep the enjoyment of it and I want it to not feel like a chore. And don't get me wrong. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy coming and sharing stories. And I thoroughly enjoy sitting for interviews with my guests. I thoroughly enjoy listening to people's wellness journeys. And I thoroughly enjoy sharing about my own. And at the same time, I recognize that there are things that I could be doing in my life by letting go and handing things over that would free me up to do things that would generate more income, that to do things that would generate more time freedom, that would generate even more mental space for me to think about things that I would like to do and to think about creating other things and also to take a step back and allow for spaciousness, to allow room and to allow myself more capacity for enjoyment simply because of taking something off of my plate. And so if this sounds familiar to you, if you recognize yourself in any of what I'm saying, I encourage you today 
to look at what areas of your life can you unburden yourself, or even if it doesn't feel like a burden, even if it's something that you actually enjoy doing, but you could allow someone else to step in and bless you. What areas could you receive help? What areas could you delegate? What areas could you have someone else do certain tasks so that you can free up your time? So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about other ways to invite ease into our lives. Stay tuned. And welcome back. So one other thing that I wanted to leave you with as we reflect on this word easy and making things easy on ourselves, I think it would also serve us to reflect on some of the antonyms of the word easy. These are some things that are, (laughs) they fly in the face of being easy, all right? So when easy is used as an adjective, some of the antonyms are arduous, demanding, difficult, exacting, formidable, grueling, hard, labored, laborious, rough, severe, stiff, strenuous, toilful, toilsome, tough. And as an adverb, arduously, hardly, laboriously, strenuously. And so as we're thinking about inviting ease, into our lives. I think it's good to remember what easy is not. And so as you reflect on those adjectives, what feeling came up in your body? Because this is the thing, the body will will tell us if we're feeling, if something feels easy, if something feels aligned. And that's our clue is that our bodies will tell us when something is meant for us in that particular time and it feels easy, your body will let you know. You'll be flooded by positive emotions. Those positive emotions release chemicals or they trigger chemicals to be released into the bloodstream and it's a beautiful thing. And so when you are experiencing the opposite of that, of course, then you're experiencing other sensations in your body. You may stiffen, you may feel tension, you may um, feel stress, your body may most likely release cortisol, the stress hormone into your system. And guess what? Many of us are addicted to that. And I've said many times on this podcast, if you've ever heard me or if you've ever attended one of my workshops before, that we're one big chemical reaction. And so the thoughts that we think produce the hormones and the chemicals that our brains release into our bloodstreams. And so we 
we get clues from the way we feel in our bodies. Physiologically, we experience how we feel about things, whether something is easy or whether something is difficult. And so I hope that you take a moment to pause even when you're in a situation where you're making a decision about something, whether someone comes and asks you to do something, um, whether at home or at work or whatever the case may be. And just rather than feeling compelled to make a decision immediately or to jump into something immediately, pause for a second. You have the right to do that. And you can even tell the other person, give me a moment or let me think about it so that you establish that you have acknowledged the request, but that you are considering it. And as you're considering it, you have an opportunity to sense into how does it feel for you. <laughs> and this might be counter to some of your patterns or some of your conditioning. And I recognize that because as a person who has at times been a people pleaser and someone who has wanted to prove how on top of things I am or how responsive um, or how responsible I am, there have been times where I've jumped into something when somebody asked me to without fully thinking through whether or not that was an aligned action or a aligned decision for me. And then later, of course, in reflection and in hindsight, um, I recognize that, ooh, you know what? Hmm, maybe I should have given that a little bit more thought. And so we do have the opportunity. We just don't always take it. So my encouragement to all of us today, myself included, is to pause and to see what your body has to say. And that's where we're making decisions, not just from our head, but also from our heart. And so when I think about inviting more um, ease into my life. I associate ease with abundance. And one of the, um, one of my coaches had a workshop last year with Susie Moore, who had just written a book at the time called Let It Be Easy. And I absolutely love that title, but even more so, I love that as a mantra because it's one thing to think about it from a time to time, you know, on a time to time, an occasional basis, right? It's another thing to make that a practice, to have that be the story and the tape that's playing in your head in the background. And so if you're operating from the standpoint of let it be easy, then you can fill in the blank of what the it is. Let what be easy. Whether it's your work, whether it's um, your commute, whether it's your meal prep, whether it's 
your stroll, whether it's your relationships, whether it's um, choosing an outfit, whether it's doing your hair, whatever the case may be, fill in the blank of your it. What is your it that you want to be easy each day? And you get a choice because again, we are co-creators in a cooperative universe. And so I like to pair up this mantra, let it be easy with my other favorite mantra, which is what's the best that can happen. And so if we think about letting things be easy and then what's the best that can happen Oh my goodness, it opens up this marvelous world of possibilities, of infinite possibilities. And it just feels good. Like, take a moment right now and say that to yourself. Let it be easy. And then what's the best that can happen? Because I know for me, when I say what's the best that can happen, especially if it's a situation that I'm feeling stressed about or if I'm feeling any um, anxiety or trepidation about or apprehension about, when I think that instead of the, the scary what ifs, instead of the worst case scenario what ifs, when I think what's the best that can happen, it's almost like an instant balm. It's a balm. It's a soothing way of being gentle with yourself. And it's a soothing way of calming the mind chatter. It's a soothing way of breaking the habit of being yourself, as Dr. Joe Dispenza calls it, that habitual thinking. It's an interruption in that thought pattern that tends to um, make disasters of everything or think everything is a catastrophe, <laughs> even the smallest inconveniences. And so again, we have a choice. And I hope that today you will choose to make it easy on yourself. Thank you for listening. What another amazing topic. What another amazing episode. And yeah, I may say that every time. And yes, I'm gassing myself up. (laughs) Somebody has to do it. But here's the thing. In all seriousness, I get that what I just said may sound like that I'm seeing the world through rose-colored lenses. And maybe, maybe I am. Maybe I am an optimist. But here's the thing, you know, sometimes there are going to be situations, for example, if you're a beginner at something, that it might not feel easy. And that's okay. But this is about welcoming in ease on a more regular basis. And when we have the opportunity to let things be easy 
allowing that to be the case as opposed opposed to choosing a more difficult road for ourselves when an easier option is available. And I'm not talking about ease from the standpoint of avoidance of effort. I'm not talking about ease from the standpoint of avoiding work because clearly there are some things that you have to work for. Clearly, um, there are some things that if you want to accomplish certain goals or objectives or um, certain intentions in your life, that you're going to have to do some work. You know, Sky Daddy, as Alison Bird says, is not going to drop these things into our lap. There's no genie in the sky that's going to drop these things into our lap. And so therefore, yes, of course, some things are required of us. And to whom much is given, much is required, right? So I just need to make sure that we're clear on that. When ease is available, let's choose it. And that goes to my first takeaway. (laughs) Number one, yes, in this life school, there are going to be some lessons. But when given a choice of roads, choose the easy one. Choose the easy button. Number two, do an assessment and recognize where the pattern may have originated from with regard to thoughts or beliefs that you may have about things needing to be difficult. Number three, your body will give you clues. Tune in and listen to your body when you're making a decision to see if an action feels aligned because aligned actions more often than not will feel easier than an unaligned action or unaligned decision. Your body will tell you. So I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode and I hope that you have gotten something out of it at least one gem or two and if you've enjoyed this episode do me a favor share it with your family your friends your acquaintances your loved ones subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so you can also post a screenshot of the podcast episode that you're listening to and tag me on Instagram. I'm at Naema underscore sings, and I would be so happy to give you a shout out. You can also leave a positive review so that other people can find this podcast. And of course, you can become a monthly supporter at any amount that feels aligned to you. One other thing I want to leave y'all with Um, This month, I am hosting a challenge called the Go Green Challenge. It's a 30-day challenge to incorporate more greens into your life, into your uh, daily regimen. And if you want to know more about it, there's a link in the show notes. But basically each day for 30 days and you start your own 30 days when you start and you mark off a square each day that you drink a green gut glow shot and the green gut glow shot is 
basically three items that you mix with water and the Be Well Greens is a mixture of 36 different fruits and vegetables. Plus it has spirulina and all kinds of great phytonutrients that help support your digestive system and help you to get your daily greens. And if getting enough veggies is a challenge for you, this will help. And then also the other items contain um, supportive enzymes for your digestion and also a vegan collagen builder, which helps you to create a healthy glow from the inside out. So if you want to join me on this challenge, you can message me, you can find the link in the show notes, and you can also take a look at my stories and at my posts where I have um, posted about the Go Green Challenge. And you can comment on the post, I'm in or Go Green, and I will follow up with you. And of course, you can always send me a DM and I'll be more than happy to tell you more about it. And I would love to have you go on this journey with me. So as always, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast on this day. And I want to wish you peace and love and have a beautiful and blessed day.